Bokar Tov, we are doing Mizmor Kuf Vav. This is a very fascinating Mizmor. Uh, maybe a little bit similar to the previous Mizmor in that it recounts the history of Israel. But the, this is a negative history of Am Yisrael. And the author of the Mizmor basically is trying to say the following thing. He's trying to say, I know God that you're going to bring Yeshua. You're going to, you're going to bring salvation for Am Yisrael. I know that you will bring that salvation. And please count me among the people that you bring that salvation for. Let me see the salvation that you bring. Let me be part of that salvation. And I know that us Am Yisrael have a checkered past when it comes to our commitment to your ways, God. I promise I will learn from those mistakes. So in the person, in the author of the Mizmor, explaining to God why, how he's going to learn from the mistakes of the history of Am Yisrael, and that why he's deserving of salvation, He's going to recount every single mistake in the history of Am Yisrael and how stiff-necked we are as a nation when it comes to acknowledging that Borei Olam is in control and that our sins lead to our own decline. Okay? Uh, that is the fundamental thing. It's a lesson for our times. It's a lesson for our times because God seems to, God seems to forgive us in the short term when we cry out in pain but if we really want real salvation, it's not enough to just cry out temporarily for a month and say, okay, and then go back to our old ways. That'll get us maybe temporary salvation because of the covenant that God has with our forefathers. If we really want long-term salvation, there needs to be a fundamental shift in our approach and our mentality. And it can't just be temporary crying over an atrocity that occurred, but it needs to be fundamental change and teshuva. And that's Basically, the, the theme of this Mizmor, now we'll read it uh, inside. Pasuk Aleph. Hallelujah. Hodula Kitov, Praise be God. Give thanks to Hashem, for He is good, for His kindness is everlasting. Who can recount me Malel Adonai? Who can recount the, the, the mightiness of God? Who can tell all of His praises? Nobody can, because that's impossible, because the praises are too much. Happy are those who heed the law and who do justice at all times. Okay, and that's the uh, opening to the Mizmor. Remember me, Hashem, or Lord, when you favor your people, when you have ratzon for your people, and be mindful of me when you bring salvation. So that I will be able to see the good that you give to your chosen ones, the prosperity of your chosen ones, the happiness of your nation, and the glory of your portion, meaning the land of Israel. Nachala is the land of Israel. Okay? I, would want, I want to see, I want to be around to see the glory of the portion of, your land, of the land of Israel. I want to be happy with them. I want to be happy with them. I don't want to be the one who perished and you know, never got to see uh, that goodness. Pasuk Vav, I know we have sinned like our forefathers. We have committed iniquity and we have behaved wickedly. And now he's going to go through all of the history of sinfulness of Am Yisrael. Pasuk Zayin. Our forefathers in Israel, in, in Egypt, did not understand your glories. They did not remember the, the abundance of your kindness. The kindness that we actually mentioned in the previous Mizmor, by the way, when we recounted the Makot. Okay? They, did not, they did not recount, uh, they did not remember the kindness that you provided, that you did for them. And they rebelled against you on Yamsuf when they said, 
What did you do to take us out of Egypt? Okay? But God saved them nonetheless for the sake of His name. Not because they were righteous and deserving, but because of God's name. To show that He is mighty. And he roared against Yamsuf and it became dry. And he walked them through the depths of the ocean as if the ocean, the sea was a desert. A midbar. He saved them from the hand of the enemy and he redeemed them from the hand of the the one who hated them and he redeemed them from the hand of the enemy. Water covered the foes. The, the waters covered their foes. Not one of their enemies were left. We should see that happen to our enemies. Amen. Amen. And then they believed in his word. And they sang his praise. As Yashir, exactly. They sang his praise. And by Aminu Adonai Moshe Abdo. Those are the references in that Pasuk. But then they quickly forgot Hashem's ways. And immediately after. The, the miracle of Yamsuf. They did not wait for God's counsel. Instead, they started craving meat in the desert and they tested God in the wilderness. And he gave them their request, their request for meat when they started desiring meat. Um, the pasuk that's being related is uh, right? the people um, um, uh, the people of Israel, that's, that's the reference to the desire for meat in Bnei Israel. And um, they tested Borei Olam on that matter. He gave them what they asked for. But he sent um, lack of society to their souls, meaning the food, that he, the, the meat that he gave them and in, in, in response to their thing deprived them. It didn't, uh, it didn't actually benefit them. It gave, it gave leanness and th- thinness to their souls. Okay? And they died. And then they died from it. Yeah. <laughs> okay? Pasuk Tet Zayn. But that's not, they didn't stop there. They then became jealous of Moshe in the camp. And to Aharon, the one who's God's chosen holy one. And then the, 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 the earth opened up and swallowed up the tan. And it covered up Adat Aviram, Batechas al Adat Aviram, and it covered the assembly of Aviram, the two people that were the instigators from uh, Reuven, right? Mm-hmm. And then there was a fire that consumed their assembly, a flame consuming the wicked. But they didn't stop there. They also did a golden calf in Chorev, which is Har Sinai, and they bowed down to a molten image. And they traded in their honor, which is God, their glory, for a molded image of a cow that eats grass. And they forgot the God who saves them, the one who did all of the miracles in Egypt. The one who did the miracles in the land of Ham, which is, which is Mitzrayim, and the, the wondrous deeds on Yamsuf. On the Red Sea. And God said, I'm going to destroy them. But it, it ha- and he would have destroyed them for it were it not for Moshe, his chosen one, who stood in the breach before God to stop, to quell God's anger from destroying Ben Israel. So they were very close to being destroyed if not for Moshe's step, Moshe stepping in and saving them in his tefilot 
on uh, in uh, um, during the Chaita Egel in Parshat Ki Tisa Pasuk Kaftalid Vayim Asu Beres Kamda. But not only that, they then were disgusted by the desirable land. Lo Ha'aminu Yidvaro. They did not believe in God's word that they would be able to conquer the land. This is exactly the words. Um, they cried in their tents. They did not listen to the sound, to the voice of God. Instead, they just cried and they said, It's all done for, we're done, we're not going to succeed. And he raised his hand concerning them to cast them down in the desert. Okay, so he raised his hand against Bnei Israel to make them stay in the desert. And he was going to cast their seed among the goyim and scatter them among the lands. And, and uh, that, I mean, that was what the, the plan was that they would just be destroyed in the desert and they would get spread out across the lands for, because of their disinterest in uh, going into Israel. It's actually an interesting thing that he, rep- he, refer- he references... Do you know what that could be referenced to? Um, so for it, it's a difficult pasuk because what's the problem with that pasuk? Well, we he said, said, I'm going to leave read. them in the desert, which is what happened. But when did he cause, as a result of them doing khitam raglim, when did he kill, when did he cause them to um, go among the nations and spread them out in the lands? So that's what the Mepharshim say that, that as a result of this There was punishment for many years later mm-hmm. And they Amortized. were still What? Amortized. What? The punishment was amortized? Punishment. Yeah Well you're, you're in a mortgage business yes. Because the, the punishment uh, was uh, amortized <laughs> over many years And it seems like the sin of the spies was meted out throughout history uh, in other circumstances oh, There's also another opinion Or another thing Which is um, The Ma'apilim mm-hmm. That he struck them down In the land of their enemy oh. So you could say That that's what it's a reference to Whenever they said No we're gonna go We're gonna go And then they went And they were destroyed By the Amaleki people Very easily Okay They clung to Baal Peor And they ate The sacrifices offered to the dead they angered with their actions and there was a magefa that started on them. What was this magefa? The Baal Peor magefa, the one that Pinechas stopped. Pinechas came and he judged, judged the situation and he made a judgment decision. And his decision was to kill Zimri and Kozbi. And because of that, the magefa stopped. comes from the word which means the court, the judge. And he brought it to the court. Okay, so Vaifalel means and he judged. That's why they say by itpalel, the word for tefillah, is self is introspection. It's judging yourself. And that's the point of it. The purpose of tefillah is to judge yourself to see if are you really asking for things Lishem Shamaim or are you just become being self centered and using God as a tool for your own benefit. Okay? Alright. And this became a merit for Pinehas for generation after generation forever. But that's not all. They then provoked Moshe at Memriva. They angered at Memriva whenever they, they asked Moshe for water. And, they did, and Moshe suffered on their account because this is where Moshe broke and 
We'll see in this pasuk, they rebelled against his spirit, of Moshe's spirit, and he lashed out at them with the his utterance of his lips. And from here it seems according to this Mizmor, the main sin of Moshe was that he called them rebels, right? Uh, and he lashed out at them in anger. But even when they went into Israel, they didn't finish the job by destroying the nations that were in Israel that God had told them to. And instead, they decided to mix with the Goyim and become friends with the Goyim. And they learned their actions. They served their idols. And they became a snare and a trap for Bnei Israel. They offered their sons and their daughters to demons. And they spilled innocent blood, the blood of their kids, their sons and their daughters that they would give to like Molech, let's say, that they gave to the idols of Canaan. And the land became polluted with blood. And that was the sin of Bnei Israel in Israel. They became impure through their actions. And they went astray with their deeds. God got angry with his people. And he abhorred his portion. So he gave Am Israel. In Israel, he gave them into the hands of the Goyim. And their enemies controlled them, ruled over them. Their enemies oppressed them. And they were subdued under their power, meaning Bnei Israel became subdued under the power of the enemy. Many times God saved them, but they were defiant in their counsel, meaning they were um, defiant in their in their uh, what they thought in what right. they thought was right, and they sank low in their iniquity. What is that a reference to? Probably a book of Shofetim, where time after time we become subdued by an enemy, and each time we. Or we remain, we rely on, on our own counsel and we go lower and lower because of it. And you can see the book of Shofatim is like, kind of, it just deteriorates. The beginning is good or the end, by the end we're practically like Sidon Ba'amura and the Pilegesh Begivon, right? Pilegesh Begivah. Okay. Yet he saw their, their distress and when he heard their cries. This is all it says that Bnei Shal does positive is that they cry out to Hashem. They don't even do Teshuvah. They just cry out to Hashem. So he saw that they were in distress and he heard their cry. And he remembers a covenant with Abraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. And he relented from destroying Bnei Israel because of his kindness. Nothing we, we did. Because even in, in, let's say, the book of Shofetim, which I think this is a reference to, Bnei Israel don't do teshuva. They just cry out to Hashem and they go back to their sinful ways. You know, let's hope that we don't suffer the same fate over what happened on October 7th when we just cry out to Hashem, make no changes, go back to our evil ways afterwards and then expect Borei Olam to save us. He will save us. But if there's no fundamental teshuvah, then that's, that salvation won't last. He'll save us when we cry out to Him. And of course, and that's all based on the, on the zechut avot. That's all based on the covenant He made with Avram and Sakhni Yaakov. We should have the zechut to get to a point where... Am Israel will be shown favor by HaKadosh Baruch Hu on its own merit and not on the merit of the Berit and the covenant that Hashem has with the Avod. Okay? So God caused them to be pitied by their captors. So please God, save us and gather us from the nations so that we can uh, thank your holy name and be, take, find glory in your praise. Baruch Adonai, blessed be God, Elohei Israel, God of Israel, min ha'olam ve'ad ha'olam.
forever and ever. And everybody should say, Amen. Hallelujah. Praise be God. Very interesting Mizmor. I think it's super relevant for our times. We should have the zikhut to have the kindness of God, uh, not in a way of, of okay, Borei Olam will show kindness to us because he has to, because he has a ability with our forefathers, but because we do fundamental teshuvah and we should have the zikhut to sing God's praises in the Mikdash, just like we say at the end of this Mizmor. Baruch Adonai Amen ve'amen.